0: All right, yo, what up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Big Ten Coast to Coast. I'm here with my boy, Matt. What's up, Matt? Yo, what's up, what's up? So good to be back. you said what?
1: good to be back. I know. It's always it's always good. How was your weekend? It was uh, good. I, I moved the whole weekend, so that, that wasn't fun. But, you know, I, it's done now, so I, I get to chill out for at least things. So that's a plus that's a plus um we had
0: our first week th- this was the first week of all big 10 versus big 10 right and uh yep. pretty uneventful in terms of like no really crazy games down to the wire but um but i feel that uh a lot of our a lot of what we went over last week kind of kind of transpired like cuz like we were feeling like, okay. One of us is going to be so right and so wrong. I thought it was a. I thought it was a. It was a pretty good mix.
1: It was a good mix, though. I would like to shout out the fact that I said that Ohio State wouldn't cover, and they didn't cover. So, no, there you go.
0: <laughs> that, that, and I said that they would go over forty-eight and a half, and they did. That's true. They did. And they did. Uh, that was a game against Rutgers, which Rutgers took a 7-0 lead early.
1: Yep, and the entire world was like, oh, Rutgers is gonna do it and then the rest of us but <laughs> no know anything about Ohio State I was like ah they, they, they don't have this. That's the last time they're scoring. Oh man. Uh did you see the drama with that game? Oh between uh, Shiano and, and Ryan Day? Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw it on Twitter because I again was I was moving, so I was like hardly able to catch most of these games. I've like caught up on them yesterday while also watching Red Zone at the same time. But um yeah I I saw that and I was like wow I guess uh, Urban Meyer was doing some peacekeeping while he was uh, in Columbus Between us <laughs> too It was um it was because of the
0: there was a fake punt late in the game when Ohio State had the game like beyond in hand um and Shiano uh, took exception to it so he like kind of went on, went at him afterwards, and you know they're saying that it wasn't a called punt, and they're saying that because because Ohio State's punter is like one of the like Australian type, so like it's kind of up to him if he sees a lane, he can kind of just take it, and then when and then when he did that and got the first bound, yeah. the first bound, the first down, he ran out of bounds, and then and then Crookshank the Wisconsin trans- transfer, <laughs> yeah. for Rutgers just lays them out. Late yeah. Just easy, just easy call. And, like, it's pretty – Right. Over- it's frustration. it's <laughs> almost like you understand why. I'm pretty sure Shiano loved it, loved the late hit. I'm pretty sure he loved
1: it. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he he loved it. Chiano uh, is, like, you know, back in the locker room, like, good shit. Yeah, <laughs> we oh,
0: sucked today. 100%. We sucked today, but that felt good. Good job. <laughs> he's like, he's like, uh, he's like uh, whispering to the kid. It's like, hey, look, I'm gonna make it. Like, like I'm yelling at you right now. Just like nod your head. Just keep saying yes, sir. I love what you did out there. <laughs> like, way to <it> go. <clears throat> but very uneventful game. You know, Rutgers, Ohio State. It was a blowout. The game was over at halftime. Uh, oh. oh, oh, oh Ohio State 28, Rutgers 7. Then yeah. they ended up winning 49 to 10. Uh, Rutgers covered. Um, and I believe that was. Did, did they get the over? Or was they was it half a point? Uh, I don't remember what the over-under was. It may have been a believe, heavy point. Was it 59 and a half? Believe they,
1: I believe they went under. Okay. Okay. Because I think it was 59. It must be like 60 plus, and they scored 59. So. Ah, gotcha. Okay.
0: Yeah, on a Beple game, C.J. Stroud was, you know, he was okay. Um, it was just like a – I think Ohio State played a very average game. Like, it's not like they went out there and just played lights out. Um, o- Ohio State's running back, I believe his name was like Mayan Williams, uh, he went for 189 and, and five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: that's a day. He had a long of 72. He had, a, he had a huge run for a touchdown. Yeah. Uh look, Ohio State's really good when they can get the running game going. You know, Shroud didn't have to Stroud didn't have to throw it around a lot, right? He only threw it yeah. twenty-two times, only had thirteen completions. He didn't have to do very much this game just because they were running over Rutgers. But in big games, they're gonna have to rely on Shroud's arm. So, I agree. I agree. Um I thought it was funny. There was an Ohio State fan
0: trying to troll Michigan fans about how, you know, how, like, Williams had five touchdowns, and they were like, when's the last time one of yours did, did that? And it's funny because uh, Blake Coram did that last weekend, and then the last time yep. Ohio State and Michigan <laughs> played, Haskins did that. So it was like a double whammy. I mean, like, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. Um, so that was awesome. Ohio State fans. <laughs> uh Michigan, Michigan, Iowa. Uh it was basic it was twenty-seven to seven until there was like a late a late touchdown by Iowa with like thirty seconds left in the game. So the so the score looks more respectable than more respectful than that game actually went. Um which is kind of interesting because it was twenty to seven and Iowa was Deep in the red zone, and they couldn't complete. Um, they couldn't complete the pass across the line across the first down marker, and they ended up uh, getting a turnover on downs. In which Michigan marched yep. downfield and scored to make it twenty-seven-seven, and it kind of just that was it. That was the game. Um, uh, they kind of let. They kind of let. The, they kind of let pitchers go a bit at the end there. Um, and I think Iowa fans kind of are like, yeah. hey, let's just do that from the start of the game. Not, don't open it up when the game is in hand or you're playing catch-up with, <laughs> with, you know, against a team
1: who is way more talented than you are. I also think at the same time though, Michigan's defense kind of by the end of the game was not only just tired, but like uh, were they like really pressing? Like there's there's like a dialed in factor when you like first start the game, right? Like you're you're out the gate like full focus. By the end of the game, especially when you're up by as much as Michigan was like twenty seven to seven with what like a couple minutes left, they're not coming back. So again, like yeah, they let him go, but how much of him like you know Iowa letting Petrus kind of go to work? was also benefited by Michigan kind of just not not like giving up, but just kind of like playing at ninety percent, right? So um yeah, this game wasn't even close. Again, it was it was twenty to nothing through three. Um and then Iowa got fourteen, touch, or 14 points. geez no fourteen touchdowns, that'd be a lot fourteen <laughs> points in the fourth quarter. Um, and it wasn't really close. I, I really like Blake Corum. I think Michigan's fine where they're at now. They got to figure out a little bit more downfield passing with JJ. They got to spread it out more, get a bit more vertical in the offense. Um, but if they can figure that out, that you know that Ohio State Michigan game at the end of the year is going to be one of, the, if not the best game. Ever.
0: Yeah, yeah. JJ's got to hit his guys deep. And um, they, had, they had a situation earlier in the first half where they were just running and running and running. They were getting like seven, eight yards a pop, right? And then as soon as they went play action, yeah. um, one of the linemen tripped up JJ and he lost like five or six yards um, on that, which sucked. But I thought that this yeah. game, I thought JJ was really, was playing pretty careful. Where he was like, where he pretty much said, look, all I have Mm -hmm. to do is just find the right guys. I don't have to go out there and make plays because Iowa, that's how they end up winning these games where they get outplayed is, you know, those turnovers. And you can see in some of his throws, he was like, okay, there's a dude open right there. But you know what? I'm going to make sure that my receiver is the only one who can get it or nobody does. Um, and they did a really good job at just taking care of the Rock. And um, and we said going in, right, if they take care of the ball, if they take care of the ball and their offensive line does what they're supposed to do, Michigan's going to win this game quite comfortably. And I think that's what happened here.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I, I agree with that. I and, mean, like, look, I, I like Michigan's approach where they're just going to take yards how they can get them. Yeah. Um, you know, and they were getting it through the ground, right, with Coro and Edwards and Bell. Like, they're getting – they ran, ran for 172 yards this game. Like, if you're going to be able to do that, just, like, don't worry about throwing it downfield. Of course, you want to throw in a wrinkle here or there. Um, I I would like to see more shots down the field, but you're right. Like, Iowa's defenses, like, they're ball hawks. Like, they're trying to, yeah. to, to get you to force you to do a mistake. And, look, scoring 27 points on that defense is not an easy thing to do. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's really bad. It's not, it's not. So I, I have a lot, I actually have more belief, even though they didn't score, as they didn't blow them out as much as I thought they would. I have more belief in Michigan after this game than I did before going, especially coming off that Maryland game. I, I, I'm a little bit more, I'm a little higher on Michigan than I was before going. Into the game.
0: Their offensive line uh, was fully healthy in this game. And you can t- it was, night and day, the push that they were able to get up front, being able to get, you know, Blake Corham out, being able to get uh, Donovan Edwards out. And like they were opening up holes for these guys that just haven't been there in the, in the, in the last few, few weeks. I believe that was the first time that, that they lined up their first ring uh, starting OL. Uh That was the first time since I believe the opening quarter of the first game, which is absolutely nuts. Um, but I mean it was it was a very, very it was a very good football game. And you saw
1: the defensive line get more push. Um there was one they got a lot more push. They held that Iowa team to 35 total yards of, of rushing. Yeah. <laughs> like like and that's Iowa's offense, right? Iowa's like a ground and pound short yardage throw team. That's just how they done things for for like what as long as I can remember. Um, yeah, and to only be able to rush for thirty-five yards—that just completely ruins your game plan. So Michigan came in and just was like, "You know what? We know what you do best, and we're just going to take that away from you." And they did.
0: that. I agree. I agree. Um, I think that was the that was one, two, and okay. The other noon game, Goat Franklin. I told you, Goat Franklin. Like he's not gonna. <laughs> it was rainy. I, I I heard the weather wasn't great. Heard the weather was not great. Yeah. Uh, there was no part of this game where I thought Penn State was gonna lose. Um they were in control for the most part. Uh Northwestern couldn't really move the ball. Um Halinsky was fifteen for thirty-seven. Just absolutely horrendous. Um ugly game, but yeah, you know, Penn State, like he he doesn't I thought 25 was a lot. Was a lot of points, and I think Northwestern played a bit better. They played, you know, but still, um, that was uh that was one hundred percent a Go Franklin game. Like he wasn't gonna run it up. He was gonna do just enough to be comfortable, and that's it. I did see that there were, mm-hmm. I believe there were, there were a bunch of. There were a bunch of turnovers in this game. I want to say, man.
1: Yeah, let me look at the box for real fast just to make sure. Yeah, I think there were like uh, six. Yeah, John Clifford threw an interception. Hel- Helinski threw an interception. Um, there was. fumbles. Can't find it. I'm sure there was though. Oh, fumbles. Yeah, there was four fumbles lost for Penn State, and there was three fumbles Eight turnovers. Lost <laughs> Eight for turnovers West. total. Eight turnovers total.
0: Penn State lost the ball five yeah. times and still won by ten. That's
1: how bad Northwestern is. Yeah, they, they Penn State tried to troll me. Actually, they did troll me. I had money on them covering. But you know what? I'm, I'm, my copium is that, uh, is uh Wait, the after we it talked? Was the it was
0: the after weather. After we talked or before we talked?
1: Oh, I, I had it before we tar. Oh, okay. Would you have changed yeah. it after I, that conversation? I don't think so either. I think I would have changed it if I had paid attention to what the weather was going to be like, if anything. Uh, okay, okay. okay, That's fair. Yeah, Eight turnovers. Enough, slop, slop game. It
0: is what it is. Eight, eight turnovers is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Uh, but you got to do what you got to do, you know? You got to do what you got uh, yep.
1: to do. Yep. Good teams win those games, even if they – Play like ass. So
0: yeah. So they had five turnovers, seven penalties for 55 yards, and still one by ten. Still
1: one by ten, and it was comfortable. And Northwestern couldn't do anything. Like I, I like Penn State's defense a lot. They're solid. There's not a lot of like superstars on their team, but they just they all do their jobs. So it's
0: yes, yes they do. Yes they do. Um, they they do have some studs on their on their on their back seven on defense.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they're, and they're secondary. But the, the front guys, because like, normally, like, you know, Penn State's got, like, seven five-star defensive ends, and they're just – and they have, like, three five-star <laughs> linebackers, and they're they're running at you, right? But, like, I feel like with this team, like, I, I don't really know any of the names on, on the defensive line or the middle linebacking – or the linebacking crew. I know some of the, the secondary, right? But but they just do their jobs, and, like, they held this Northwestern. They, they could not move the ball. They just couldn't. They couldn't they
0: couldn't. Halinski was in hell, bro. He was in hell. Um Yeah. Now later on, okay, we're we are getting to some uh some interesting scores here. Purdue scoring twenty and Minnesota being held to ten points at home.
1: Yeah, you know, I also got trolled because they didn't I didn't know that Ibrahim was gonna be out. I said that Minnesota would cover here, and they didn't really have a running game. When he was out. So he was just mysteriously absent from this game.
0: Yeah, I Um, don't know what
1: what happened then. Yeah, because Minnesota had a running back that ran 11 carries for 35. They ran for 47 yards total without E. which is rough. Um, And it's not like Purdue had, like, a fantastic game. uh, game. O'Connell was healthy, um, but he, he didn't even throw a touchdown. He threw two picks. He's 27 to 40 for less than 200, right? That's just mad. But, like, Purdue ran for 160 on them, um, which is not something they've been doing a ton of this year. It was just a really, really weird game without Minnesota's best player. And also, you don't win games when your QB throws three picks. So, I don't know. I think Minnesota just trolled. They
0: have nine guys who made a catch. Purdue? Yeah, yeah, nine guys who made a catch. Six of them made at least at least two. Five of them had at least four catches. Spreading the ball around. Spread the ball around. Spreading the ball around. You're hard to defend. Hard to defend like that. And so we have Purdue got the because it was Minnesota by what? What was the spread in that game? It, it, it had to have been close. It was like three and a half or four and no nine and a half. No, it was nine and a half. It was nine and yeah, a half? Yeah,
1: Minnesota nine and a half. I wonder if that went down at game time when they found out that Ibrahim was going to be out.
0: And like, people really didn't like. This wasn't even like a like
1: a murmur. Like, like nobody knew about it. No, I know. I got trolled. I put, I put this bet in on like Thursday, Friday night, and I you know I was in the middle of moving, and then I saw on Twitter that he wasn't in. I was like, I'm going to lose money. Great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Good for your
0: money. You called this. You called the Illinois Wisconsin money line. Illinois. How you feel about that?
1: Oh yeah, I this I made all my money back that I lost on this bet. I was so sure. I put a couple of units on this bet actually, um, and I feel vindicated. I you know uh, Chase Brown is one of the best players in the country, uh, and I don't you know Graham Mertz. Couldn't really throw the ball down the field that much. And, and Wisconsin, as a team, total rushing, two yards. Wait, what? Two? Two, total. If you add in uh, Graham Mertz, seven sacks, it's two yards. Oh, my goodness. No wonder he got fired. Yeah, no, that Wisconsin team was terrible. I've been telling you this. I, I, I've been saying this. They're not good. Like they, they don't have. Um, they are not good wide receivers. Their quarterback has no time to throw the ball. Their offensive line gets no push, and they can't run.
0: Jesus, Braylon, uh, Braylon had eight carries for two yards. Dude couldn't go anywhere. Yep. Nope. Could not go, couldn't anywhere. Couldn't go anywhere. Could go anywhere. Average one foot per carry. Yeah, you
1: know. and, and and Mertz throws two picks. Like he's he's having to carry the whole team on his back with wide receivers that honestly they don't get a ton of separation. So it's like, how, how what is he supposed to do, right? Yeah, he ends the game with a QBR of thirty. Thirty. Two yards rushing. Uh, two yards rushing total. His Illinois defense is good. They're they're good. They, they're not gonna like this. Look, like, I think Wisconsin's bad, but I, I you know they're gonna make games interesting where they probably shouldn't even be in there, just because they're gonna be able to run the ball with Chase Brown and their defense is gonna keep. Them. Mm, old Brett Belima style, right there, huh? Yes, sir. And that win for Indiana in Week One is looking better and better.
2: <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's my copio.
0: <laughs> That's your copy. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. Uh, I bet Illinois fans won that game back
1: so bad. Oh yeah, no, they they just did not they weren't clicking week one. They, this is a night and day from the team that that Indiana played uh on that Friday night. It is night and day. Two different teams. Two different teams, yeah. easily.
0: Um Michigan State,
1: Maryland. I told you Michigan State was losing this. I told you.
0: I thought that they would at least that they would at least cover. I thought they would at least cover. Nope. I told you. I didn't anticipate them scoring no points in the second
1: half. No, that's true. At halftime, it was twenty-one to, to 13 and a half. I went, oh no! I, I feel like Michigan's come out right. Tuck is going to have them ready to go. Um, and they'll have some halftime adjustments, and they'll get back into this game. Because that's what they did in Washington, right? Right. They went into halftime after getting both ran off the field in Washington. And they came back, and they had a decent second half. Like, I was talking to, to Connor during that game cast, right? We were talking about, oh, they could come back, right? Uh, yeah. and, and they just never did. And, and credit to Maryland, because – they, their defense stepped up, and they, they, you know, Michigan State was unable to really move the ball at all in the second half. Not like Maryland got anything done on offense either. They only scored six points after the halftime break, but they did Rich, enough to win. Yeah, and they covered. So
0: I just don't, I just don't understand. I, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, no points, the third and fourth. And, the, and, like, the defense gave the offense a chance. You know, if you're a defense and you are able to hold the, the, the opposing team, you know, on the road to 13 points over the last three quarters, you would think that
1: that would possibly
0: give your team a shot to win the game.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, how many games are you going to win when your defense gives up 490 yards of total offense? Yeah, that's you know, that's but, but but that's the whole bend don't break thing, right? It's like, hey, we'll we'll give yeah, but you. that's yards. a lot of bending. That's that is like some like flex seal type bending. Okay, like what what are there's a lot there's a lot you can do in a game, but letting the opposing offense go for 490 yards in what is that? Almost 80 plays, 76 plays. That's that is a lot of work to to. Allow your you know to to rely on your defense basically to to try to like not let in points right to to I'm with I'm with you but withstand the mustard. offense,
0: but the offense isn't helping. The offense isn't keeping Maryland's no. defense out there either. So I think if Michigan State had more sustained drives, that that would help the defense out even more.
1: That's true. I mean, they did run for a hundred yards, but. I just – 27 of 44 for 221 yards for Peyton Thorne. And you didn't throw an interception this game, but there's nothing down field. Like, the, the, their passes are like one, two-yard passes, and then they'll occasionally get like a 10 to 15-yard pass down the field. Like, you got to get your routes out more. Like, the, you know, the guy's got to be catching at five, six, seven yards down the field, not – not two or three yards out of the field. I just I don't understand Michigan State's offense. At all. Me neither. They're really, they really—they just can't move the ball, and then they can't—they can't get the opposing offense off the field. You know, there's so many times this game. I believe um, I was—I watched a little bit of this game. You know, Maryland was in third third down situations a bunch, and Michigan State just could not get them off the field. They would convert it um almost every single time. Uh it, it's just really tough to 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 do that. Like Maryland was in 17 first downs and or third down and, and made it out of eight. Right? And they went for it on fourth down and they made it twice out of three times. Right? Your defense has yeah. to like be able to get your offense to the ball.
0: I'm just not able to do it. I don't understand when when you have you have uh you have one guy 7.2 yards per carry. Another guy, 5.3 yards per carry. Another, another dude, 3.8 yards per carry. And they only ran it 17 times with three running backs.
1: I just feel like they were chasing the game. From from the onset, they were, like, trying to, to out-yardage, out out-throw, out-execute the Maryland offense. And that's just not – you're not going to have – you don't have the weapons, right? Maryland's got – Weapons and they have a really good QB, and they're just gonna they're just gonna put up points and they're gonna put up yards. But you you gotta play your game and they didn't do that. Also, they lost the time of they were thirteen minutes behind Maryland in time of possession. Michigan State only had twenty three minutes of possession. Mm. Your defense is on the field for almost thirty six or thirty six plus minutes. Yeah, and that's the offense's
0: fault doesn't. too. That's,
1: that's the fault. That's the yeah. Um, so This Michigan State team is just broken. I don't see a lot of games in which they are going to not only be favored, but going to just pull out and win. There's not a lot of teams on the schedule that they're going to be able to do that again.
0: Do you think they make a bowl? No.
1: All right, they, have to lose, they,
0: have, they have to go f- four and three over their, their uh, next seven.
1: A- they're not beating Ohio State. I think the Wisconsin game is, is winnable. They're not going to beat Michigan. They're not going to beat Illinois. Rutgers is winnable, and Indiana is winnable. But I have a feeling this team is that bad. They're going to drop one of those games. They could. And then they have to play Penn State, and they're not going to be Penn State. So they, they have to get four more wins, and I see through two, three.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I think they beat Wisconsin. I think they beat Wisconsin. Uh, going into the bye week, yeah. um, uh, Illinois is gonna tell me a lot over the next two weeks of like of how good they are. Hey, like, is this for real? You know, because if if they can win this, yeah. these next two then they have a really good shot at winning the West, which is insane. It's absolutely Mm -hmm. nuts. Uh, Let's see. Indiana, Nebraska. I almost forgot about it. Nebraska was favored by five, and the over was like 62 or something. (laughs) Which didn't make sense to us. Uh, So, of course, they, they got the under. And then uh, Nebraska won that game really easily. We know that it was tied going into the fourth. Uh, No points in the third quarter. And then Nebraska goes with – gets their two touchdowns and finishes the game off. How was that game overall
1: from a fan standpoint? Extremely frustrating from a fan standpoint because this team – especially on defense, is better than how they're playing. Like, on paper, this team is much better than how they're playing. Our secondary, like, that was supposed to be the focal point of the entire team, has been completely underperforming um, the entire year. And then the defensive line gets – both Both lines are might be FCS quality lines. I'm not even going to line. The, the defensive line just gets no push at all. There's never any pressure on the QB. Okay, and then the offensive line—they're our running backs are getting met in the backfield every play. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and this is supposed to be a terrible—or not terrible—just not a good defensive line for Nebraska. And there's supposed to be a very mid offensive line, and you know, outside of the fumble in the end zone that that IU got there really wasn't that many plays um the IU made as far as defensive line and then offensive line again we averaged two point nine yards per carry mm. um, and couldn't get the ball down the field because our our Connor Baselak has less than three seconds to throw the ball every single every single down. So it's just so hard to have a functioning offense when you have five Scarecrows for offensive linemen. I don't think Indiana wins another game in the schedule. By the way, they opened up three and zero, and you look at the rest of their schedule. I, there's there's not really a win on there other than I think Michigan State might be one They're not beating Michigan. Such a hard schedule. This weekend, we're not beating Maryland. We go to Rutgers. We play Penn State, we lose to them. Ohio State, IU loses for sure. Michigan State, I think it's a 50 whether we can actually beat them or not. And then we're losing to Purdue. Oh, hold on. What's up? What's what up, what's Walker? up
2: Walker? I can do the again.
0: You can't do your spotty webs again.
2: Yeah. Oh no. Because they're going again. It's okay. I can use
0: my web again. You can't use your your Spidey web powers. Yeah,
2: they're gone.
0: Okay. Can you give me some ice water?
2: Hey, okay, look.
0: Look. Ooh. I
2: can I can't see you use my like this. Oh no. I can use my
0: I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I can read this. I'm sorry.
0: Can you give Daddy some ice
2: Don't water? Don't do that, Spidey. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Don't do that
0: again. I didn't do anything. Do <laughs> he a Spider Man? What's his favorite superhero? He's like he's he's in his Spider Man phase right now. Spider Man phase. The Spider Man phase. So like he's 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 gonna be Spider Man for uh, for Halloween, and then we got him like <laughs> the Spider Man get up to like wear around the house and stuff. And he's just like all about
1: it. Oh, that's sick. I was a Superman kid growing up. I love Superman.
0: Really? What kid? Yeah. Uh,
1: I like the Ninja Turtles, bro. Dude, the Ninja Turtles were sweet, but I didn't get into them until I was like, I don't know, maybe late elementary school. Is mm. there kind of like, this is going to date you, but they're like kind of throwback TV when I was growing up. Yeah. Ooh, thank you.
2: Yeah.
0: Thank you, you, Spider-Man. This guy.
1: I got the ice water, though. That's all that matters. That's true. He went and got it instead of, like, teasing you this time. The last time we were doing this, he just didn't want to do it at all. At all. At all.
0: But you know what? We have prevailed this time.
1: We have prevailed. You know... I got a question for you. Now. How bad is Scott Frost? Because this this record, I said records. This Nebraska team looks way better without him. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear
0: about what was like? So like they so N- Nebraska had assistants going to like the athletic de- department asking for help because Frost wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. He wasn't calling recruits. He wasn't making appearances. Like nothing.
1: Yeah, I, it's not like he was just checked out. Or he was completely he was, checked still, out. I think, like, and, you know, I don't blame him. I think he just feels like he just got dealt an impossible hand in Nebraska. I think he's a good coach. I really do. I just, I, you know, he was working with basically nothing when he started um, and then just got super unlucky, literally super unlucky all these games. Like, what, did they lose 7 games last year by a total of like 9 points or something like that. Something ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah.
2: hands are clean. What?
1: Your hands are clean.
2: Yeah. Good. I can't give up so fast back. Where to go? It's not,
0: All right, bye.
1: Let's go. Like even if he's hilarious. Even if even if he's the worst like end of game coach ever. You still don't go 0 for 7 in, like, one-score games. That's just, like, so hard. No, it's worse than 0 for 7. It's, it's worse than that. I know for a fact it's worse than that. Yeah. I, I, think, it's, I think it is worse than that. It's, it's like, ridiculous. Like, it's he, so bad. It's just he got so unlucky. And you know what? He'll end up at another program somewhere as a head coach, and I guarantee you he'll do well.
0: I think so, too. I, I think so, too. I'm I'm not sure – I'm not sure if he'll go right to being a head coach. It would be like a group of five type of deal, I think, if he did. He's going to be a
1: special assistant for Sabin. I, I would <laughs> I'd bet money on it. Yeah.
0: Or he'll be an OC somewhere at like a really good school.
1: Yeah. Either or. Either or. Look, I, I saw the promise. Like Nebraska's offense was fun to watch this game. They were frustrating, I'm sure, for Nebraska fans because they should be playing better than what they are. Right. But Casey Thompson and Anthony Grant, are they're a fun pairing, and their wide receivers are also pretty fun to watch, like – Trey Palmer's a really good wide receiver. Marcus Washington gets a transfer from Texas. It's also another really good wide receiver. They have some weapons on this team. They're, you know, making fun of them, whatever, for losing to Georgia Southern at home and losing to Northwestern to start the year and then getting blown out I by... Go up
2: so good job.
1: They're better than the record show. Let's see.
0: Where... 'Cause like when I saw them against Northwestern, like I thought Nebraska was like was like, okay, they're better than I thought thought they were, but their defense their defense is what's gonna hold them back. Um and I think that's kind of what we've that's kind of what, yeah. what we've seen where if they had this type of offense last year, um I think I think frost is, is still there. Because I don't think they can Mm go three and nine
1: with with an offense that can put up some decent points. I I agree. You know how bad the West is. Can we just talk about this for a second? (laughs) The leader in the West is currently Northwestern. Is it? It's all the teams: Minnesota, Illinois, Purdue, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Iowa are one and one, and then Wisconsin is at the bottom at zero and two. There's not a team in the West that is two and zero. That's disgusting. In the conference, meanwhile, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State are two and zero, and then Rutgers and Michigan State are zero and two on the other side. everybody's going to beat anybody. Everybody can beat anybody in this conference outside of the Big Three, in my opinion. Outside, also, you know, I don't think Northwestern's winning another game, but that's that's a whole like, other. I you <laughs> you know Northwest is winning
0: another game <laughs> so, okay, so northwestern purdue, it's crazy how the West is, and that's and that's just and that's every single year though, that's every single year,
1: yeah. I don't know how the Big Ten sits there and is like, This is good for our conference that we have one division that is legitimately so so garbage year after year, they should like move like Michigan State, move um, you know, Penn State over to the West, right? And then have the crossover games for, for each team um be you know, the rivalry games, right? Yeah, and that's how
0: you do that. It
1: just sucks for but, Michigan though,
0: because like, you know, they're, you know, they're, 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 like, there's no escaping Ohio State, and they're gonna play um, a yeah. good team like Michigan State pretty, pretty much every year too. But,
1: sucks for Michigan State. What do you think it was, do you think it does for Indiana fans? We're sitting here like, <laughs> well, we we have four losses on our schedule. Like, what is
2: this on a normal year? Like, how, how does this? <laughs>
0: Jesus, man. It's, and I haven't even heard about any leaks about what's going to happen once like USC and, and UCLA move over. Like, what the divisions or what pods they're going to be?
1: I have no clue. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I, I got no information on that either. I haven't heard anything. Um, a lot of stuff for the Big Ten, like because they have their offices. Um, they're in. Are they in India or? They're in Chicago. In Chicago, yeah. I have friends there in Chicago that actually work near the Big Ten offices. So they'll hear shit randomly, but I I haven't actually heard anything. it's funny because like they're just yapping in Starbucks by where their offices are. You will just hear stuff randomly. <laughs> I I found out about the Big Ten tournament possibly being canceled for. Because one of my friends was in a Starbucks in Chicago and one of the dudes was in there like on the phone talking about what would happen if they canceled the contract. Ooh. Yeah. Jeez. So bad.
0: Uh let's take a peek at next week and then um because we'll probably have another pod for, for that, but just a quick peek on some of the bigger games. Um you have uh, you have Nebraska, Rutgers, Michigan, Indiana, Purdue, Maryland, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Ohio State, Michigan State, Iowa, Illinois, and looking at it, you would like honestly, like the bigger games to me is I think the Nebraska, Rutgers is a is a big game for those programs.
1: Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun to watch, I think, as a neutral. And then Purdue Maryland should be also a fun watch. I don't know what was going on nationally in the twelve o'clock window, but the fact that that's on Big Ten Network is crazy because both those teams can score the ball. So that should be fun. Yeah, that should be a good good one.
0: Um, Iowa Illinois should be a good one. Illinois is favored right now.
1: Over under thirty five. Look, Illinois doesn't move the ball. I mean, okay, Tommy DeVito has a thousand yards passing, but they their main mode of transportation of the ball down the field is Chase Brown. And you saw what Blake Corum did to Iowa and what the rest of the Michigan guys did running the ball against Iowa. Like Illinois should be able to replicate that at home against Iowa. So I, I like Illinois to cover that. By the way, to cover the line, so they're favored by three and a half. I think they went by more. Um. Funny that the, the Michigan State-Ohio State game at 4 o'clock is over under 63, how much of that line is um, – Ohio State's got like 60 of it.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think they I
1: think they have a shot to cover.
2: What is that? Oh. You know, Ohio State has
1: – it was favored by less this game than they were against Rutgers. They're only favored by 25.
0: Yeah, it's only 25 and a half. Because it's on the road, probably. Only, only. <laughs> only. So this is like Northwestern Penn State
1: type of spread here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like Ohio State in this game too, by a lot, even though it's in. Do you Wisconsin. like them? Do you like them taking the the twenty five and a half? Or would you go Michigan State? Yeah, here? I think they cover by more. I think it's like a, ends up being like a forty to twenty kind of game. This is honestly one of those. Or forty nine seventeen or something like that, right? It's like
0: one of those like halftime, those, those like first half prop bets where you can take o- Ohio State like seventeen and a half in the first half.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're, they're easily up like thirty nothing, thirty eight seven and a half. Yeah,
0: like twenty four zero or like twenty seven six
1: or something weird. Yeah. They're going to be able to, I mean, like you've seen the way the teams have been able to move the ball in Michigan state. This is the best offense that they will play possibly. All the year. At least at this point in the season, right now, this on their schedule, that's the best one. The one that's working the best. I think Michigan become just as good as Ohio state on offense, but mm-hmm. right now as a stance, you're not going to be playing a more complete offense than Ohio state.
0: All right, I think that's it, man. I think we hit pretty much everything. Hit pretty much everything. There's like, there's like nothing in basketball. Yeah. Nothing going on. Nothing at all. I like guess been.
1: No, Mike Winston was on the. Uh, uh, oh my god, what's his name? John Rothstein podcast today. talking about how Jalen Hood has got shades of uh, Jason Kidd. I just hope I, it's not the Jason that Jason Kidd that uh, his wife, Jason Kidd, It's the other Jason. Oh. <laughs> I saw that quote too,
0: and, and I'm just like, I'm just like, I'm just like, okay, like, like Hughtophino and Jason Kidd. I don't know about that. I
1: don't know about that. I, I also was like a bit skeptical. I'm sure he said something to like, he was like, oh, he reminds me of like, a bit like these sort of, uh, you know, whatever stereotypes of Jason Kidd there are, you know, like attributes. But you know, what's in Coach Kid when he was on the Knicks? Uh,
0: like, oh, they're both light skinned. They're both around 6'5. Oh,
2: sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Both he's like, mm, what's a pro comparison I can do for this kid? I was like, oh, right. So, what can I throw out, throw out there? Where can I start this this uh, Jason Kidd propaganda agenda?
1: Absolutely insane. Absolutely yeah. Insane. Uh, he's a freshman. He's a freshman. He'll, he'll be good for IU this year, but uh, I don't know about Jason Kidd. Good. <laughs>
0: Oh uh, yeah, I need some more. I need some more basketball stuff. But like, basketball has been so quiet, like so quiet. Even like this, this, even this off season,
1: just been real, real quiet. Um, that means the season's gonna be crazy. You know that? That's exactly what I mean. Okay. Everybody's so quiet. Nobody's gonna know what to expect, and then she's you know, gonna go off the rails.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, when uh, they should be having media day here shortly, shouldn't they? They should be.
1: Yeah. I think it's what? Because it's I know they're having Hoosier Stereo, I know it's this weekend on Fri or Friday night. Oh really? So that's yeah. been like madness, which means it's less than a month until the first game even less than that, a couple weeks till the first game. Yeah. They have uh
0: they have the exhibition scrimmages uh late October and then they get right into games in yeah. early November. Right
1: till- Yeah, so we're almost a month maybe even less than a month out. For college basketball, so yeah, mini days got to be coming up soon for sure.
0: Probably mid, probably mid October, something like
1: that. Yeah, maybe, maybe two weeks, maybe the end of next week,
0: kind of. something like that. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. All right, man. All right, I'll let you guys have a good one. All right, later. Later.